What is up, everybody? I am your host, Ant, and I am joined by my good friend and longtime co-host, Carlos Caribbean Cool. Carlos Caribbean Cool, keeping it the Caribbean, the cool side. Uh, well, we are here to cover WWE Friday Night SmackDown in a place that's not cool, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, (laughs) it was from September twenty third, twenty twenty two. And things are heating up in the cold area because Extreme Rules is on the way. And the WWE undisputed unified champion, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, is in the house. And he opens up SmackDown as the Bloodline and Sammy. The entire, the the Bloodline in full force, baby. Full force. There's a lot of members now. They look like an army. I'm telling you right now, coming out like that. Sheesh. Listen, a lot of so Paul Heyman has the mic and he says the entire universe, multiverse, you know, whatever verse belongs to the tribal chief Roman Reigns. And he says now that Drew McIntyre has another bridge to cross, um, you know, there's time to move on. Paul says that Solo Soko was sent by the elders of the Samoan dynasty to protect, to help out with Roman. And Paul says someone needs to stop the conspiracies against Roman Reigns. Now we have an enforcer to ensure Roman Reigns' seat at the table. This also lets the Usos focus on their pursuit to immortality. Um, and then Jay Usos grabs the, grabs the mic and basically says, you the twos and we the... And before I can continue, as you pointed out, Roman Reigns took the microphone from Jay and uh, basically tells Solo that um, he was sent by the elders, but now he needs to acknowledge me. And Solo acknowledges Roman Reigns and the two hug. Then Sammy said, and then, you know, the music come on, but then Sammy Zane says, cut the music. Sammy says, I know I'm not blood, but I want to show my gratitude and I want to acknowledge my tribal chief. Uh, Roman then tell he's like, you know what? This needs to stop. Sammy, take the shirt off, you know, and stop tagging along. You know, you're not a part of this. You're not a part of the bloodline. Take the shirt off. Stop tagging along. And he says, Jay, he pretty much tells Jay to take the shirt off. Jay rips off the shirt. And Roman says, I don't ever want to see you in that shirt again. And he says, he says, you ain't going to get that shirt. Because you ain't gonna, he says, you ain't gonna wear that shirt again because you have a new one. And he hands uh, Sammy Zane an honorary Oost t shirt. And Sammy puts it on and he hugs, you know, does a handshake with Jimmy, hugs Solo, gets in Jay's face, and uh, he then acknowledges Roman Reigns. And you said this is one of the best segments you've seen. And a lot of fans really enjoyed this segment. So mind fuck there for a minute. They're thinking Sammy was gonna get kicked out. What'd you think? Yeah, no, I, 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 the, this had, this segment had me, he swerved me in so many ways. He's literally had me keep, oh, they're about it, they're about to beat the shit out of him. And then, oh, they just throw him the t shirt. Yeah, this segment, it was like great. Everything, everything about, no, no issues with it at all. Top tier, the whole, the whole family's together now. And yeah, no, but you could, you could feel the tension from Jay. Like, it's like he, he looked like he wanted to throw up. Yeah, like face like he he was not having it. Eventually, he'll, he'll, he'll come. He'll come, around, he'll, he'll come around. I'm sure. Eventually, we'll see. I hope because if not, the blood. Can I, can I throw my Can I throw my theory out there that I said to you before? Or should we wait a little bit? 
Um, you could whatever. Okay, so I feel like I feel like this might be leading to maybe Jay being kicked out of the bloodline just because, um, first like like uh, this is like a couple weeks back when like when Sammy and Roman had like that sit down when they were talking. Roman was like when Sammy said all oh, that he's very ungrateful. Roman was like he's right. I thought he was being sarcastic about it, but then on SmackDown this week when Jay was about to like talk, Roman was like give me the mic. So that that kind of seemed a little disrespectful. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like this might be a face turn for Jay and maybe keep Sammy a part of the bloodline. Who knows? But yeah, we gotta just wait and see what happens. We'll wait and see, but I'm excited. So it seems, it seems like Roman's giving Roman's giving Jay Uso the cold shoulder. Yeah. For well, sure. let's move on for now. We have Lacey Evans taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan. Oh, I, love, I love this. I love this too. I love yep. this. And during the match, Liv pretty much is getting dominated by Lacey. Lacey attacks Liv and slams Liv's head into the post. She applies a chokehold to Liv, and then she sends Liv Morgan into the ring post outside. And she basically yells out, Liv, you're not extreme enough. You can't handle it. Liv grabs a kendo stick, and before Liv, before, I'm sorry, Lacey grabs a kendo stick, and before Lacey can do anything, Liv nails a code breaker and oblivion and gets a three count after the match. Liv Morgan grabs a kendo stick and she tosses it to the mat right away. I thought they were going to do this whole segment where, oh, she can't handle it. But no, she can. She grabs a kendo stick and she just whips Lacey Evans hard with the kendo stick numerous times. She then sends uh, Lacey Evans into the, into the guard railing with a Russian leg sweep using the kendo stick. And then she grabs a table and lands a senton to Lacey Evans, sending Lacey through the table. And yes, Liv is extreme enough to take on Ronda Rousey at Extreme Rules. But she hit that Centom off the top turnbuckle. Insane. Yeah. But people are talking shit like, oh, it took her so long to get up there. Uh, I didn't think it took her long at all. I thought she, you know, it took her a fine time to get up there. I didn't really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're saying that Lacey could have moved out of that, out of there, out of nowhere in like any second. But like it took Liv like, like really long time to get up there. Well, yeah, no, I think she did a very good job. That that was a very like crazy move. But you could tell, you can see like 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 when Liv landed, she kind of like hit her legs onto the announce table, kind yep. of. Yeah. But she seems okay. I mean, and she was she was able to get up. Yeah. You know. Well, hit Roar backstage, and they're having a watch party, and uh, the Street Profits show up, and then we see Shinsuke Nakamura, and they're drinking and having a fun time, just watching SmackDown, enjoying it. Why not? Uh, we then move on to Ricochet and Madcap Moss talking to Sami Zayn backstage, and they basically trash him and tell him he has his head shoved up Roman's ass. <laughs> uh, and Sami says, when you mess with me, you also mess with the bloodline. And before anything else can happen, Solo Sokoa pushes both Moss and Ricochet into the garage door and lays them both out with his own hands. I mean, this is just one guy taking out two huge guys. Yeah. Good segment. That was uh, just a dominant moment there for Solo. Uh, moving on, we find out the Royal Rumble 2023 will be taking place live in San Antonio, Texas on January 28th, 2023. Excited for that. A lot of men and women compete in that match. Someone's going to go to WrestleMania. We'll find out who. We then get our next match as a tag match. The New Day taking on the Maximum Male Models with Max and Maxine Dupree. And uh, 
Marseille starts with a sidekick to Xavier Woods, and then a very cool springboard elbow drop, which gets a two count. And uh, the match ends pretty quick after the Maximum Male Miles pose on New Day members as Maxine takes photos of this. However, Xavier Woods is able to roll up Mansois, and the New Day get the three-count victory. After the match, Max Dupree snaps at the Miles for posing, and he walks off Trouble in Paradise. What do you think of this match? Um, You know, the match, the match was good. I'm glad they're using New Day in a good way. Um, but you know, I feel like I feel like this might be leading to like LA Knight. Um, eventually, I mean, whoever, whatever is like Max, Max Dupree, right? Max Dupree, mm-hmm. like Dupree. going back to like his 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 uh and his NXT gimmick. But like, the way he like walked away, he seemed pretty pissed off. Like he threw the papers in their faces. They were like, stop, stop taking pictures, stop posing, and he just like stormed off. Like a couple weeks ago, he did the same thing. Yeah, but you know we'll have to wait and see what happens. But yeah, I feel like this might be leading to because you know Triple H is very cool with um they're like they have a good relationship together. So yeah, I think um this might lead to LA Knight coming back. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, we then see the gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. We see the private party that's happening with Hit Row and Los Lotharios are in that party and they get kicked out by Hit Row, and they are not happy about that at all. Who likes getting kicked out of a party? I don't. Party don't start so walking. They, they super they super kick them in the face. Well, that happens later on. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's all right. Carlos is ready, man. Carlos is ready. Well, well, that 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 they get kicked out, and then that that makes them mad, and then we'll see what happens later. Yes, but but you, it's all right. We're we're getting there, brother. Uh, we have our next match: Otis with Chad Gable taking on Braun Strowman. Uh, here are some notes from this match. Braun beals and nails a drop kick to Otis to the outside. Braun runs outside, but Chad Gable distracts Braun, allowing Otis to toss Braun into the railing and ring post. Otis nails a really cool-looking discus clothesline, and he gets a two-count for his troubles. Braun runs through the Alpha Academy outside the ring. Chad grabs Braun's leg, and Otis lands a world-strongest slam, but that gets a two-count. Otis nails a Vader bomb, and that gets a two as well. He misses a flying splash, and Braun nails a power bond, and uh, that's the monster that's victorious. What do you think about Braun? Do you feel like his return has been a little lackluster, or uh, are you happy to see him? Yeah, very much, very much. Um, I feel like he could be doing so, like, so much better things, but I don't know. Like, just putting him in a few with like Otis and Chad Gable, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it yet. Okay. We'll have to wait goes on next okay a lot a lot of waiting and seeing <laughs> a lot of waiting and seeing what's going to happen yep well we don't have to wait long for this drew mcintyre walks out to the ring with a letter uh, with a leather belt and drew says you should know i don't like playing games it seems that carrying cross never got that memo he says i got news for you you're gonna have your first big match extreme rules against drew mcintyre he says it's nowhere near a match it's a match designed to make sure you can't run from me and a match to ensure that i can inflict as much pain as i want um he says this is a strat match and scarlet then comes out and carrying cross attacks drew from behind Drew puts the strap on Karrion Cross and he nails a big boot and he whips Cross with the leather strap across the back and chest. Drew then goes on to whip him, but Scarlet sits in front of Karrion Cross and Scarlet then throws a fireball in Drew's face 
and nails a low blow and cross applies a cross jacket and cross says i accept this is exactly what we wanted so what do you think about this big match made for extreme rules uh carrying across and drew mcintyre with the fireball this is a pretty good segment to lead to that match yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a really good match. I can't wait to see it. He's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I don't. I was happy to see Scarlet. That's all I can say. Anytime I see Karrion Cross, it's good for me because I get to see Scarlet as well. Yeah. To keep putting her on. Um. Uh, all right, we'll move on then. Putting people on, we have the women's tag team champion Dakota Kai with Damage Control taking on Raquel Rodriguez, and it seems like Raquel is the woman on SmackDown who is trying to stand up to damage control. And uh, the match starts when Raquel sends Dakota Hart into the post. Dakota nails a scorpion kick and a running big boot. However, Shotzi runs out and takes out damage control outside, allowing Raquel to roll up Dakota Kai for the win. After the match, damage control attacks Shotzi and Raquel, but eventually Shotzi and Raquel got the upper hand and damage control leave the ring. So uh, damage control has... Uh, some competition there on SmackDown. You think Shotzi is a good team member to go up against these people? <laughs> is Carlos there? I'm here. I'm sorry. I was I was zoned out for a second. What did you say? <laughs> I thought you fell asleep again. Remember the one time when you fell asleep? No, I, yes, yes, multiple times. Uh, um, I, I was actually just zoned out for a second. And what were you saying? Oh, I'm sorry. We were just talking about. I just went over the. Uh, Raquel. Oh, Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Having Shotzi help out Raquel. What do you think of Shotzi? Do you think she's going to be a good adversary to Raquel, or do you think they need someone else? I'm not feeling Shotzi at all. No. Mm -hmm. She, looks, they, good they with, she looks good. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like she's just a waste of space. Space. Um, we then see Los Lotharios. Send, send, send her to AEW. Oh, interesting. Well, Los Lotharios attack hit row backstage. As Carlos mentioned earlier, they nailed double super kicks. And uh, party's over for, for uh, hit row. They're not too happy. We find out some notes. So in two weeks, the Intercontinental Championship will be on the line as Gunther defends against Sheamus in a rematch. From... It's the SmackDown uh, season premiere, right? Yes, sir. The season premiere. But they next... do a lot of those recently. They do. They have been doing a lot of the season premieres. But next week, we have Bailey taking on Shotzi. We then have Hit Row taking on Los Lotharios and Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa taking on Ricochet and Madcap Moss all Ooh. next week on SmackDown. Ooh. Yes, sir. Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa are busy this week, huh? Yes, they sure are. Uh, we then have our main event, the WWE Unified Tag Team Champions, the Usos. With Solo and Sammy defending against the brawling brutes with Sheamus by their side. A lot of back and forth action with this match. Uh, the end comes when Imperio, Imperium comes out and they attack the brutes. And uh, the Usos land a 1D to Butch. And the Usos retain the titles. I mean, the bloodline's looking unstoppable. They have a lot of stuff coming up their way. Logan Paul's in their sights. But uh, they're taking on all comers and brawling brutes put up a good, you know, competition but the Usos defended victoriously so what did you think uh you know it was a good match i saw this coming anyways um i didn't see the part i didn't i didn't expect the part for like imperium to interfere but you know i saw i saw the Usos already winning so 
I was really surprised. I knew something was going to happen with Imperium because with the Intercontinental title match coming up soon, I thought that they were going to have to do something with that. But Carlos, really quick before we go, uh, we, this is a quick episode, a quick recap. What did what was your favorite moment of the night from this week's episode of SmackDown? The the beginning promo with the, the, the Bloodline and uh and the backstage set the backstage segment with Sami Zayn solo and uh Ricochet Madcap. Yeah, this is a really good opening segment. I agree. I like the opening segment. Good mind fuck for us. But I also I I enjoy three moments. I enjoy that. I enjoy Liv Morgan putting Lacey through the. Oh table. yeah, that too. That too. Um, that too. That was cool. And then I also. The last moment I enjoyed was seeing Karrion Cross, Scarlet use the fireball, the match set up. I'm excited for that. But before we go, I want to talk about something really quick. Two things. Uh, we saw the Firefly Funhouse. Well, not Firefly Funhouse. We saw the White Rabbit uh, commercial and coordinates were made for this week's Raw. There's probably going to be some more video packages. We're not going to probably get a definite answer as to who this person is, what these messages mean, but maybe we'll find out something on raw. Uh, before we do go, I want to go over quickly the match card for extreme rules. It's shaping up to be a hell of a show going to take place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have the raw women's champion, Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. We have the SmackDown women's champion, Liv Morgan defending against Ronda Rousey in an extreme rules match. I like also- how, I like how, how both, how both the uh, women's championships are on the line at the time. Yes, both uh, titles. Pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We also have the special strap match between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. And finally, I think this match is going to be the ending of this rivalry. The fight pit match, Matt Riddle versus Seth friggin' Rollins. In the pictures for that, we, we see some fireflies. We see a lamp. Hmm. Is Bray going to tune up turn up at extreme rules who knows but we are gonna say goodbye for now i want y'all to stay safe and uh we will see you with our next episode of raw stay safe peace y'all see you